Welcome to Wonders and Learning. I'm Justin. Today I'm interviewing Brian McRae about what it's like to be an entrepreneur. All right. So how do you get started? How, how did I get started? Yeah. So our story dates back to when I was in, in university at the University of Saskatchewan. I was in business school and I had no interest in actually, um, I was actually studying to be an accountant, but I had no interest in being an accountant. I, I knew I was wanted to be an entrepreneur and start a business. Um, and I didn't have an idea um, that sort of made sense. I, I was looking for someone else with an idea to help commercialize their idea. So I actually started hanging out with uh, engineering students and uh, sort of just mixed and cross collaborated with different different people in in, uh, in university and met somebody that had the original business idea that uh, that formed our business 320 modular and we entered a business plan competition in fourth year university and we ended up winning the competition and from there we uh, we started the business and and have grown it so it, it came down to finding someone else to work with with a complementary skill set a different skill set and uh, and a great idea so that's how we got started what inspired you to do it? I think what inspired me to be an entrepreneur was I really liked the idea of, of building a team and building a business that, that I can say, you know, I was responsible for. Um, and, you know, so I think that's sort of what really got me into it. Um, and I, I, I mean, I liked being the idea of being the boss and I liked uh, being able to sort of call the shots. And so there's probably a little bit of like power, uh, pursuit of power and, and whatnot. But I'd, I'd say genuinely, it was probably more to um, be able to affect and create a, a, a cool organization that I was proud to create and, and provide a great workplace and work environment for people. Um, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, why entrepreneurship, I think for, for now, what I looking back realizes it's because it's a lot of fun. Every day is a new adventure. Every day is a new challenge, a new opportunity. And we just have a lot of fun sort of tackling those opportunities and challenges as they come. So um, that's really what inspires me to continue doing what I do and, and start and grow other businesses as well. How did you get your product out there? Well, um, you know, when we first started our business, we needed to find some early customers that would believe in us. And, and, um, and we, we sell, I mean, we're a design builder of modular structures and, and, um, and a general contractor. So it's not like we're building a, a widget that we can put on Amazon and have access to this worldwide marketplace. Um, we're very much of a, in a handshake relationship based business. And so, we knew we had to find a few, our first few customers that would sort of believe in us and take a risk, us, risk on us, quite frankly. And we did that um, by networking and getting to know people and leveraging friendships and relationships. And um, so, you know, that old saying, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know, um, that really played true for us in terms of um, getting our first few opportunities. We didn't know much, but we knew people. And we, uh, we convinced them to believe in a, in a couple of young guys that were um, determined and passionate and, uh, and, and, and they believed us that we could do the job and, and we did. And those first few customers we are forever thankful to because without them, you know, it's harder to convince the next people to give you that opportunity. So, um, you know, and, and, and we've, we've sort of grown our business and got our you know, product out there, as you say, 
um, through a lot of word of mouth. Um, we're very reputation focused and, and relationship focused. And so by, um, by always doing what we say we're going to do and standing behind our work, we've, we've established a great reputation. And so, you know, when one school division, for example, calls another school division and says, Hey, we need portable classrooms, which is a big part of our business. Um, they say, who do, who should we call? And just about every division in the province of Saskatchewan will say, we'll call 320 Modular. Um, and so we get a lot of referral work uh, as well. Where do you get your product from? Well, we make our product. So um, we, you know, we, as a, as a general contractor, a, a, a modular builder, we, um, our end product is the combination of uh, probably thousands of smaller products. So um we, uh, we purchased those through our supply chain and uh, with an emphasis on local procurement. And, and, uh, and then we, we take those and, and, uh, and put, put a bunch of labor and, and uh, into the mix and, and we build our buildings. So we, yeah, we create our own, pro own product at the end of the day. Do you make money right away? Well, no, I mean, most businesses don't make money right, right away. It depends on the type of business you're in, but we're in a very capital intensive business. And so, you know, most businesses don't achieve any real profitability until sort of year three to five. You know, that said, you know, if you're just simply buying a, buying something and reselling it, I mean, you can be profitable, in, you know, instantly, but with, uh, with a business like ours, very capital intensive, you got to pay off your um, you know, you gotta, you gotta sort of repay your capital required to start your business. And, and so it takes a bit of time to become truly profitable. Um, but, uh, we were fortunate to not have a long commercialization period. So we were able to leverage our customers and, and, and frankly, their money to, to do projects. And so we, we probably saw profitability earlier on than most companies in our industry would have because of our sort of, we were pretty lean um, and, uh, you know, probably a little bit gorilla in our approach. And, and, you know, we did our first $3 million of sales in a Quonset on an acreage. So, um, you know, it's, that's where it all started for us. And, and we stayed really lean and, and, you know, small overhead, so we could be profitable early on. So, but yeah, most new businesses, I wouldn't, wouldn't uh, expect you to be real profitable until after a couple of years in business. Did you have to, did you have to fire or hire somebody right away? We have, uh, yeah, fired lots of people. We've hired lots of people. Um, and uh, we currently employ about 65 uh, people. Um, so we've, uh, and that, you know, that we've certainly had turnover in the last 10 years of business. Um, and that's just, uh, that's just part of, part of growing a, growing a business. And, and you recognize that the most important part of any business are, is your people. So if you don't have good people, uh, you're not going to be successful. And so it's taken us a while to figure out sort of, you know, what that looks like, but, uh, you know, and, and so we've made bad decisions. We've made good decisions. Um, and, uh, we certainly had to let people go and when there wasn't the right fit. Do you have any advice to be an entrepreneur? Lots of advice for entrepreneurs. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's um, one of the reasons we're successful is because we got a lot of advice from, from other people when we started our business. So 
you know, there's a few things that come to mind. Um, number one is ask for help and, and talk to other entrepreneurs like you're doing right now. Um, I always say it's cheaper to learn from someone else's mistakes than to make the mistake yourself. And, and people uh, like me and, and many other entrepreneurs love talking to, you know, younger people about entrepreneurship and, and, you know, what's made us successful and where we have failed. And so I, I always give advice to young entrepreneurs to, to talk to other people about their experience and, and see if you can uh, form some mentor, mentor relationships with them. Uh, number two is um, make sure you, if you're going to have a business partner, make sure that they're going to be a good partner and that you're not just partnering with someone because they're your buddy or your friend. Make sure that you sort of understand which, which everyone's role and responsibility is going to be there um, in, in the business and make sure that you think, you, you know, that you can work with that person um, for a long time. And the third thing I always tell entrepreneurs is make sure you stay nimble and stay flexible. A lot of our success has been related to our ability to very quickly adjust and innovate um, as the marketplace changes or adapt to new opportunities. So, you know, when COVID-19 sort of com comes out, for example, is a great opportunity for us to see, you know, lots of businesses have to adapt and change their model very quickly. And so, you know, focus on breeding a culture of innovation and a culture that's sort of conducive to being nimble and, and can make those quick adjustments because that, that, you know, in the last 16 months has made or broken businesses, you know, whether or not they can do that. And then the last thing, and I think it's the most important piece of advice that I can give people is that um, make sure if you're starting a business, you're doing it for the right reasons. And from my perspective, it should be because it's fun. Um, anybody that's chasing uh, just to make a buck or make a dollar, um, you know, I, I don't believe is, is necessarily going to be that successful. Focus on, on doing it for other reasons and, and the money typically follows. We have, we have uh, a couple decision criteria around here when we're going to make a new investment or expand and, or even take on a project. And number one, uh, the question we ask is, will it make money? That's important. Um, and the second question is, will it be fun? And if the answer is it will make money, but it's not fun, we won't do it. If it's not going to make money, but it's fun, we certainly shouldn't do it. Uh, so it's when it's going to make money and be fun, that's when you have a real winner. And so you know, I always tell entrepreneurs to make sure that they're passionate and excited about their business and make sure you're having fun doing it because it can be a long and challenging road and, and you got to make sure you can uh, stay positive and laugh and, and uh, get over some of the, the big humps that there are as an entrepreneur to overcome. And, and, uh, and we, Evan and my business partner and I talk about it often, we talk about, man, we're just having so much fun doing what we're doing. I couldn't imagine doing anything else because nothing else could be this fun. So the, the fun factor is at the center of a lot of our business and would encourage other young entrepreneurs to, to think about that as well. All right. Thanks for um, talking about entrepreneurs with me. No problem.